0: And welcome to the Virgin River Visitor Center. I'm Caroline Dill.
1: And I'm Liz Mitchell.
0: And we are your guides to this charming, small, yet fictional town of Netflix's Virgin River. At the Virgin River Visitor Center, we will help you learn everything you need to know. Whether you want to know where to go for a late night bite.
1: Jack's bar.
0: Or who is new in town and already stirring up drama.
1: The new nurse, Mel.
0: Or you just want to know the local gossip. So pack your bags and your impractical footwear. We're going to Virgin River.
1: Hello, and welcome back.
0: Yeah, welcome back. I officially hate this show.
1: Oh, we're starting off saucy today.
0: All right. You know what? This show loves to toy with our emotions and pretend that it's going one way, but it really goes another way, Mm -hmm. and it opens. Remember last episode? It ended, they're like, there's an emergency at Lily's? Yeah, there's an emergency at Lily's, and I mean, if you think about it, yeah, they're not wrong because there was an emergency. Turns out it wasn't Lily. It was Tara, Lily's daughter, that had an emergency, but don't do that it was a little the old bait and switch i don't like it it's so frustrating this show
1: but then it would have been too obvious if it was lily having a medical issue she has her own medical issues going on she doesn't need another one
0: no we they can't maybe like oh this perfectly healthy young woman oh turns out they have seizures and could literally die
1: i mean that's pretty common though with people with epilepsy is that they just? I don't care that she. No
0: I don't. Yeah, I'm fine with how epilepsy works, but then they had to give her this condition for no reason. I guess they just gave it to her. Poor Tara was just living her life, and the writers were like, "You know what would be so fun? We're gonna make her almost die." As well. I wonder well. if in
1: the book she has it. I don't know. I don't know. Intrigued. Mm-hmm. Curious.
0: Yeah. So I'm just saying, the show needs to stop keep it consistent you're one week you do this and then the next week you don't your follow-through virgin river show right.
1: it's the pacing it always goes back to the pacing
0: it's not good
1: no Ugh. but we stick around
0: I guess I guess we do
1: we're committed at this point we can't stop
0: I know it's uh, I think they're just trying too hard this season
1: it feels like they're trying too hard but also not trying hard enough
0: they're trying too hard with things that shouldn't matter
1: Yeah, they're trying to create a lot of, I don't know, drama. But, like, with people that aren't the ones that we care about. Ugh. But, again, it makes me wonder, is this happening in the book, too? And they're just, like, adapting what happened in the book. Because, obviously, we haven't read any of them. But I don't
0: know. Maybe. Maybe.
1: That'll be our next thing. We can read the books. Yeah. All, like, 5,000 of them.
0: There is a lot. So many of them. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, before we just get too carried away on how... I do not like this show and its stupid plot twists. Why don't you go ahead and give us a summary for Virgin River season three episode seven splints, not shin splints, just, just splints. All right, it's just it's, split. Split. I thought it was splint. No, it's split. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I wrote splint. Hey, but uh, you got the
1: episode number right this time.
0: Okay, is it splint? It's split. I thought it was splint (laughs) and i was like that doesn't make any sense
1: the suspense as you search for it
0: is killing me oh it is just split why did i write (laughs) splints i don't know i don't either uh it's a mystery
1: to all of us
0: that it is all right we'll take it away for split not splint all right here's our mini segment where we talk about the title of the episode didn't work
1: no it kind of makes sense when you consider everything that's happening but
0: I okay it makes sense in the context of the very last thing that happens in the episode but they're just so unoriginal with the names of these episodes honestly ugh take it away
1: Virgin River season 3 episode 7 split everyone is making up and breaking up today Mel tries to apologize to Doc for telling Jack about his retirement which leads to them having another argument. But after Muriel calls him out, Doc goes to Mel's and tells her about his medical issues and they make up. Brady finally gets called in for questioning because he's got a questionable alibi now and ends up leaving Bree waiting for him for hours. And when he goes to apologize to her, Jack catches them making out and kicks him off his property. Lastly, Jack decides that he doesn't want any more kids right now. And he tells Mel that he wants to break up and Mel kicks him out. Go for her, right? That's my biggest issue, I think, in this whole episode, is Jack's attitude and the fact that he makes a unilateral decision for both of them.
0: Jack is so annoying. Right? Like,
1: this is not a decision that just involves you, Jack. Like, no. Mel Saren Sarah tells you that she's fine with you not wanting kids right now. He's like, no, I'm making this decision for us. Ugh, Jack.
0: Yeah, he's really, he hasn't had any character growth this season when it comes to that... Because Mel even said, like, episode one, before the fire, I want you to listen to me and listen to what I'm saying. He's like, I am listening. She's like, no, you're not. And then she's like, I just want you to listen to me and what I want. I am listening. No, you're not. Part two. And then today, this time around, she's like, he's like, I know that you want a baby, so because of that, I don't want one. Must This is the end. And she's like, you're not listening to me. That's not what I want. He's, I am listening to you.
1: No, And he's doing what she not necessarily accused him of in the last episode, but he decided that she was accusing him of, of freaking out in a relationship and leaving. Yeah. When it got too serious. That's what he's doing right now. I
0: bet that's what he did to his first wife. Probably. Not that he had his second wife. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs>
1: Because we all know that Mel's going to end up being his wife. Oh, well, yeah. If she's not, like, then what is the whole point of all There's of this? There's no point. Exactly. They're
0: just going through every romance plot line of the conflict. Truly. Every romantic uh, story has a conflict between the two characters that's so big that they break up. It's it's so... What's the word I'm looking for? Um,
1: Con- not contrite.
0: N- it's... So, um, not scripted. What am I thinking of? It's like, oh, formulaic. formulaic.
1: Wow, we both got to the same word at the same time. Yes,
0: it's the formula of romance. And that's why we keep coming back for more because we know it happens and we know that eventually they're going to get back together. Everyone, manifest it.
1: Manifestation. Manifest that because
0: that better happen if these two do not come back together. I'm officially quitting the show.
1: Literally, I think you say that every time.
0: i I mean the stakes are pretty high this time around
1: true we still don't know if there's going to be a season four
0: right so hmm. i heard
1: supposedly they've been recording it like it's already like filmed or whatever recording
0: (laughs) record it (laughs) on a camcorder
1: like that's what i've heard on the internets the twitters Mm -hmm. but it hasn't been officially confirmed by netflix yet
0: yeah so, manifest uh, that as well. Yeah, manifest everything. Manifest destiny, as they say. Yes. All right. So, let's go ahead and get started with the Lily and Tara storyline. So, Mel and Doc and, and Jack. Jack. We haven't seen him drive her anywhere in a while.
1: No. And at least this time it kind of made sense because they were together when like, yeah. the call came in.
0: Right. So, at
1: least it made sense for once.
0: Yes. But they all rush to Lily's house and then we see it's actually Tara who had a seizure because she has epilepsy and it turns out her seizures are induced by stress and so she's feeling really, 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 really stressed about Lily's cancer and that's why she had a seizure. Caesar. A Caesar Caesar salad.
1: (laughs) Yes. Seizure. A seizure and they, like, are concerned that she has a concussion or whatever. I am confused by this whole situation because I know other people who have epilepsy and have had seizures. And when they randomly have one again after a while, they have to go to a hospital.
0: They live too far away. They
1: uh, they have to get, like, all the the weird things hooked up to them to, like, make sure that their brain is okay.
0: You know what? It's a small town. They're going to skip that part.
1: So, yeah. And I was just like, Really?
0: And that also, would be Mel does stressful. one
1: thing to check and see if she has a concussion. She feels her head and is like, "I don't think you have a Mel's concussion." Mel's like
0: stroking Tara's hair, <laughs> she's like she's like petting, petting her it. head. It was weird. She's like, "Okay, sweetheart, stroke, stroke." Mel, it, Mel, she's not a cat. Oh, no, stop it! It was weird.
1: Our girl deserves better than that's
0: pet. right. Ellie Nash deserves better uh anyways so lily feels really really bad i, I don't know why i said it keeps saying really, really 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 yes yeah so lily feels bad and she thinks it's her fault and jack is there to comfort her
1: which was like nice in that sense it was a good it thing that they brought nice, him yes because they were able to get lily out like, of the it's room it's not
0: your fault and then he like walks out of the room to go help chloe and then she mutters to herself i wish that were true Oh, oh. I, I, I'm laughing because of the way it was written. Right. That she's just, like, talking to no one. I wish that were true. Mm-hmm. I've never once done anything like that, like, spoken out loud.
1: I have a couple of times, like, if I'm, like, reading or, like, if I'm thinking really hard and I don't realize I'm doing it.
0: Have you ever been in a conversation with someone? That person leaves the room and then you say something. No, no, that's not normal human behavior.
1: No, 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 no. Maybe so, she was talking to Buck in the afterlife.
0: She's really excited to see him again. Right? Which I
1: mean, I don't blame her. That no. is the love of her life, and like I'm
0: like that. It was such a sweet moment when she's like, really yeah, cute. "I'm ready to go because then I can see my husband, and we can." What did she? She did not say frolic. Why I didn't I say frolic?
1: Walk. Or something. I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was a. I think that's my romantic moment of the episode. Oh, okay. because I. It was just so cute, and it's just like, she obviously has talked a lot about how much she loves Buck, but I think that scene right there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: really perfectly illustrated it that she was like, "I'm not scared to die because I know I'm going to see him again." Yes. She's just sad to leave her children. Also, she finally mentions the fact that she has other kids other than Tara and Chloe. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. She's like, my other two daughters were married here. All my kids
1: were born here.
0: Yeah. I mean, all right. That's nice. I'm glad that she's ready and Mm -hmm. has everything in order. I just feel bad that it's making her child um, sad. sad. Right. Speaking of her children. Children? Yes. Her other child, baby Chloe, is crying and then Jack is the one to go and soothe the baby. And he has
1: no idea what he's doing.
0: No. It's really cool to see what Jack is going to be like as a dad. It's a really sweet moment. And we get the chance to, you know, just see the, how he works and et cetera, et cetera, And she's crying and won't go back to sleep. And he's like, you're not ready. It's okay. I'm not ready either. Don't tell anyone. What a kind moment. So, yeah. Jack probably will be a good dad if Charmaine lets him. Should Hopefully. we get into that?
1: Yeah, because that's also another weird one. Yeah. But basically, his lawyer?
0: No, it's a friend of Bree's.
1: That he's trying to be have be his yeah. lawyer.
0: Just attorney. Pops into,
1: yes. Just, like, pops into the bar and it's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I was in the area, so I thought I'd just come talk to you. That's not how lawyers work, for one. But she like is like outlining everything, and basically she's like, it's gonna be a long time. It's gonna cost a lot of money. My retainer is twenty five thousand dollars. But I'll give you a discount of twenty grand.
0: Yeah, because he's friends with, or he's the brother Ugh. of Bree.
1: And <laughs> that there's like a whole bunch of things, and it all depends, basically. On whether or not Charmaine decides to put Jack on the birth certificate.
0: I think she will. Right. Because she acknowledged that Jack is their biological father, at least.
1: Right, and, like, everyone has acknowledged that, so.
0: Yeah, so they're setting this up, making it seem like Charmaine's not, but she's not that petty.
1: I don't think so. I don't know. Unless his lawyer is just really, like, going worst-case scenario. But also, I was curious about this... 20 grand. Yeah. Retainer that she's like demanding. And I looked into the actual cost of like a custody battle, and the average is about $5,000.
0: Um okay, where is all this money going to? Right,
1: unless it's like very very complicated, hmm. like you have like somebody who's like a parent with like a criminal background or like children with special needs or like you have parents that live in like multiple states. Then it gets more expensive. Then you can hit that like twenty grand area. Okay. According to the internet. Hmm. But so I think she's just a really expensive lawyer and is uh, taking advantage of Jack.
0: I don't think she's taking advantage. She's from like I California. Know. The price is there, all extra. Times just crazy though. That twenty is grand. Crazy. Yeah. So after we learn that he will do whatever it takes to get custody however it needs to be he goes home and immediately starts drinking
1: instant pours out a whiskey
0: he forgets to bring mel and his dinner like earlier they talked and they're like yeah we're gonna have dinner tonight friend he'll just pick it up he did not and mel's like um okay i all right And then she surprises him with a trip to Maui.
1: Yes, because earlier in the day, she's packing to go to L.A. For her sister's divorce. For her sister's divorce. And Jack's not going with her. And he's like, well, that's because I want our first trip together to be, like, really special. And so Mel was trying to surprise him, which is a very thoughtful gift, Mel.
0: Yeah. Her sister has a timeshare. Are we surprised? No. (laughs) Not even a little bit.
1: Right, so she got them tickets for Maui over Christmas, and mm-hmm. Jack is not happy. Actually, he's kind of, like, rude about it.
0: I think he's rude because he immediately is like, yeah, I'm going to end things with you right here, right now. Right. So how dare you plan a future me t- with me, together, us?
1: Right, how dare you plan something for us, not knowing that I'm going to break up with you right now?
0: Yeah, he's like, you know what, Mel? Um, I met with the attorney, And I think that it's going to be an insane custody battle. We don't know that. Exactly. We don't know that they're not born yet. Let's take a step back, bro. But okay. And on top of that, and then having twins. And I just don't think I could add another baby on top of what I will already be going through.
1: Which is like valid. Valid concern. He's going to be rebuilding a house, taking care of his business, taking care of new babies. Like Mm -hmm. valid to be like, I don't want to add another kid on here right now. And Mel gets that she does she understands she's
0: totally understanding he thinks that she won't be and so this is when he's like so i feel bad that you and she's like well it's fine i'll wait till whenever you're ready well i don't want you to choose that's not fair to you and i'm doing what you want and i know that it's the right thing to give you and it's killing me and i know that we're doing the right thing
1: Way to turn this all about you, Jack. Honestly. Like, that's little. it's not like Mel was like, give me a baby tomorrow.
0: No, she said, I'll take my time. It's right, fine. like, she
1: just wants to try to have a baby. Yeah. Like,
0: jeez, Jack. I know. And she's like, so wait, you're just ending it right now? And he's like, uh, I guess, yeah. yeah and like, she says,
1: get out. Get out,
0: get out of my, my house. house. Oh, so
1: good. It was so good. And
0: then he leaves and he's like sad.
1: Right. I kinda wish that they had ended it with her yelling at him to get out, him walking out.
0: Yeah, but they wanted to end it on that sad song.
1: Right, with Jack crying in his car. Yeah,
0: it was really it was touching to see him be emotional, but you did this to yourself, bro. Right.
1: Like it didn't have to be this dramatic.
0: He's the definition of dramatic.
1: Right? Like you're not listening to what she said. Uh, No. You brought all these issues on yourself, my guy. Yeah. Love you, but like.
0: I don't even feel that bad that he can't build a new house yet.
1: mm Mm-hmm. Because of a stream.
0: Yeah, subplot. There's a body of water on his land, and he needs a special permit.
1: Yeah, and apparently the guy said that it would take eight months to a year to get the permit.
0: Yeah, and that's why Jack feels like everything's falling apart. And I think that was the catalyst. That and the attorney were the catalysts to him ending things with Mel.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think in the next episode we're going to get binge drinking, Jack? I have a feeling. I
0: hope so. Mr. Alcohol is back in town.
1: Literally. I think so.
0: I wouldn't be surprised.
1: It's been a while since he's had a nice Mm -hmm. hangover at the bar.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's Uh, like
1: our biggest plot thing that happened.
0: Basically. We really didn't
1: bury the lead today. No.
0: We had to get into it because it was intense. Truly. So let's now switch gears to something a little lighter, but still kind of dramatic. Um, Preacher basically kicked Connie out of his life.
1: But, like, not intentionally.
0: I'm playing the victim as Connie here.
1: Literally. That's how
0: I see it. I'm (laughs) Connie. Preacher hates me now. He doesn't want my help. Well, good riddance to him.
1: That's basically what happened.
0: Yeah. You're not wrong. No. So, yeah, Preacher's like, hey, Connie we basically oh first of all tucker the dog is now christopher's dog so cute yay because christopher
1: loved him yeah that's a good person to have that dog
0: Mm -hmm, i think so
1: tucker needs a child
0: yeah and um connie says christopher could use a buddy and for once i agree with connie
1: yes because nobody will let him have any friends no or at least human friends
0: well except or at least friends outside of camp. He's allowed to hang out with his camp friends at camp, as we see. But he's not allowed to hang out with his camp friends outside of camp. I guess so. Ugh.
1: Dumb, but whatever.
0: Yeah, and so Connie's, like, not needed as much around the house anymore because Preacher's trying to step up and, like, do things more on his own, as it should be. Mm Mm-hmm. Because clearly he is now the sole... Provider. I almost said proprietor. (laughs) The sole responsible adult for Christopher. Yes. And Connie is sad. And then later, he needs to pick up some pies from the bake truck. And he finally gets over it. And he's like, hey. Like, I'm sorry if I upset you. And she's like, it's fine. I understand. And then he lets her know. By the way, I'm directing the play now because the director quit. And now Preacher has to direct the kid play.
1: Because if they don't have a director, the kids can't have the play. And Christopher has been working too hard.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, that's a good parent move, Preacher. Mm -hmm. Way to step up.
1: Even though you apparently know nothing about the theater.
0: Yeah. he When he, like, came to talk to the kids. First of all, this was my favorite line of the entire episode. What happened to to Dave, the former director? Is he dead? Yes. And then a kid asked, you look like an Avenger. And then someone else is like, no, he's a Marine. That
1: was Christopher that said that.
0: Uh, <laughs> I thought it was, but they only showed the backs of the kids when they were talking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was Christopher. But... So yeah, he is an Avenger now, and it's canon.
1: Mm-hmm. And then also when they find out that he's a Marine, the same girl that asked if the other guy was dead goes, did you kill anyone?
0: And Preacher's like, all right, let's talk about the Wizard of Oz. I,
1: I'm concerned about how much this small child is obsessed with death.
0: Yes, I know. <laughs> but I mean, is that not a great line? What happened to Dave? Is he, he dead? dead? Oh, so good.
1: Oh, uh, so good. Apparently, he just has family issues.
0: Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure Preacher can't sing. Probably not. Because he was fine once they were talking about lines. And then once they're like, what about the songs? He like blanched. He's like, there's the songs? songs. But luckily, Connie fills him in that Muriel will be a good asset to the play, which makes sense. She's an actor.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I guess I'll go talk to her.
0: Yeah. So that'll be fun to see those two hit it off. Woo. They've never had a scene together. I don't think so. That'll be fun. I'm excited and then, to see it.
1: to continue Connie with some character growth today. Yes,
0: capital G growth. Growth.
1: It's been a while. She goes to the bake truck where Lizzie is working. And they have, like, an awkward moment at first. And Connie's like, how are you? And Lizzie's like, well, I mean, we've been pretty slow today. And she's like, no, like, I want to know how you're doing. And they talk about Lizzie living at the B&B and Joellen. And she's like, oh, she's a talker. And Lizzie's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I know. And they, like, talk a little bit. And she's like, I mean, you can come over tonight and use the Internet. And I have mac and cheese. And your room is still available. And Lizzie's like, I would like that.
0: She's like, please come back. Yes. Please come back now that I no longer have a child named Christopher that I need to care for. I would like you back in my life.
1: I need to care for another child named Lizzie. Yes. And then she, Lizzie is like, well, what about Ricky? And Connie goes, as long as he's not here when I'm not here, that's fine. Growth. Growth. Great job, Connie. Connie. I think she was just feeling lonely. I wonder if she's feeling this way, though, because her friend is dying. And now she's like, "Mm, I should probably get my own life together. Oh, maybe. Death will do that to you.
0: Yeah. It'll also kill your director. Yep. Sad but true. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Should we
1: talk about Lizzie and Ricky briefly, too? Because they're fine now.
0: They are fine-ish. I'm not going to say they're totally 100%. But Lizzie, first of all, Lizzie is reiterating our sound off here. I love it. Our sound off, as you all know, is Virgin River, where the internet is slow, but the gossip is fast, and Lizzie is not having it with the wi fi
1: She's trying to buy something.
0: I get that when you need to buy a sweet new outfit and you yes. can't because your internet's crashing. I get yeah, it.
1: And she just can't find internet anywhere. no,
0: I'm surprised that the the bar doesn't have good internet
1: yeah, me yeah. Maybe it's just, like, bad internet there. Maybe Jack pays for the bare minimum Oh, of he has, like,
0: 50 gigs.
1: Right. Or Brie has, like, some 5K <gasps> streaming. Bree sucked
0: it all up. <laughs> and he only has one internet router for the whole building. Yes. That makes sense.
1: That'll do However, it. However,
0: she isn't there. Mm. So Lizzie, if that's a theory, Lizzie could have used it. I think it was a plot device. Oh, yeah, 100%. But yeah, so then she's like, Ricky, I didn't know you were working today. And then he's like, "Uh, yeah. And then she's like, who was that Marines guy you were talking to? Oh, that was to? at the end
1: of their conversation.
0: I'm jumping to it now because he, as we know, went back in time. <laughs> spoke to a Marine from the World War II era. And somehow he came back and Lizzie saw all of this happen. Right. And just wants to know, what the heck, how did you go? Time traveling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Basically, that's what happened. You have to read between the lines, people. Got it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, basically, they make up, though. And Ricky's like, I love you, but like, I'm not ready to live with you. And Lizzie finally gets that.
0: Yeah, she's like, Uh fine. We'll, do, we'll figure something else out. There you go. Yeah, so it all worked out with those two. And she orders l- fries. Dumb-dumbs. She calls him a dummy, so it's yeah. now canon that they're dummies
1: yeah well obviously they're children
0: yes so sweet and so so i'm glad that those two are gonna work it out i have hope again in the world one relationship dies one blossoms exactly speaking of love dying you can't If love comes in threes Mm -hmm. and our third love relationship that ended in a disaster is bready that's Brie and Brady, for those of you who don't know, that's their couple name. Breedy. Red Y. Breedy. Yes. Bread and cheese.
1: A charcuterie board.
0: Um. Yes. Okay, unrelated, before we go in anywhere, did you know that Brady's not his first name? What? Yeah, according to IMDB, Brady's name is Dan Brady. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: I mean, I guess it's kind of how Preacher's first name is, I guess, John.
0: Which I forgot about, and then he told the kids, and I was like, ew. Right. Yeah, Dan. His first name's Dan, and he just literally calls himself by his last name. Weird. He's having his romantic fling call him by his last name.
1: Maybe he doesn't like going by Dan. Maybe there's a deeper story there.
0: I we wonder. know that Brady
1: has issues, so maybe he's like named after his dad, and he hates his dad, and is like, I can't.
0: Yeah. Well, Brie and Brady, we are, they're at his house in the morning, and Lizzie is pulling the ultimate... Lizzie? I mean, Brie. Ew. She's pulling off the ultimate romantic lead in a movie look. She has a giant oversized Gigantic. sweater. Really comfy, cozy socks, a mug of coffee, and she's staring out a window. Mm-hmm. And she she's cold. is the ultimate cliche. Yes. And he is interrupted by their romantic times by a phone call which he claims is a work call Mm -hmm. is it a work call
1: no we all knew that it wasn't gonna be it was mike telling him to come in for questioning Mm.
0: yikes so he has to go and he's like brie i'll be back with breakfast (laughs) it won't be very long oh my gosh dude sir (sighs) Not great. No.
1: Yeah, so then he has to go in for questioning, and Mike literally lays out the entire theory that the police have.
0: I don't think you're allowed to do that.
1: Usually they don't. That's like the supervillain stuff in a movie.
0: They just needed to remind us what was going on.
1: Right, and literally laid out the entire scenario, and Brady just goes, No. (laughs) Also, I want to talk to a lawyer.
0: Yeah, because that's good advice. Good job, Brady. Way to know your rights. Uh, and so it
1: turns out he's like gone for like a while, and he yeah. goes to like Bree's like running, and he goes. No, to she's
0: about to run. About she's pulling run. a melt and mm. is about to go on a run in the woods. I liked her little running jacket. I that did too. So cute.
1: Right. So then, Bree, Br- Brady pulls up on his little motorcycle and is like trying to apologize, and she's like, "I was waiting for three hours for you." She's very mad at him.
0: But don't worry, they.
1: He charms his way back in
0: because he's so charming and sweet and hot.
1: Yeah, let's be real. It's just that he's hot.
0: He's so hot. And And she's falling for it, and I'm falling for it.
1: And he says, sorry, my phone died. And she's like, what? Nobody else had a phone you could use?
0: Well, probably not. Not where you are.
1: No. And so he, like, manages to charm her and, like, apologize. And they start making out behind Jax. And Mm. who walks out the door? It's Jake. Oh, and he Oh, my gosh.
0: This is the funniest scene of the entire, not, like, funny, but the way they set it up
1: was really awkward it was
0: so weird so jack comes out he sees brady the camera pans into his face like a fast zoom in because he has a hoodie on yeah
1: important note here
0: and jack's like flashback night of his shooting and he sees brady and so then i know i know it's a red herring like i am aware that this is all a red herring and it's not going to be brady like i know this Mm -hmm. I know how the show is going to be set up. But Brady is suspicious.
1: Yes, he's being very sus.
0: Like, I want to accuse him because I know that it isn't going to be him. thus, I want it to be him because Mm -hmm. it's too obvious that it's not him. Right. Yeah.
1: Got it. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, so then Jack starts yelling at him and he's like, you're the one who shot me, blah, 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 blah. And Brady's just like, what? yeah what's going on and and brady's like no you don't understand i was there that night but i didn't shoot you
0: and jack's like just go get off my property (laughs) i don't like angry jack
1: no and then Bree's like in between them and it's just like what
0: yeah she's like go brady leave
1: right and i don't blame her Mm -hmm. i would be pretty upset if the man that i was sleeping with i just found out potentially shot my brother
0: yeah that wouldn't be good
1: no and could potentially be criminal when I am lawyer.
0: Yeah, so we're going to save our theories for Crime Watch, but I have theories.
1: Oh, can't wait to hear them.
0: There's nothing really that. Nothing new? No. All mm. right, and our last storyline of the episode Woo-hoo. is Doc and, um, what's her name? Mel. Mel. <laughs> Doc and Mel, um, Mel- Wow, he's not going to hire that doctor we all liked.
1: Right, which doesn't surprise me.
0: N- no. And Mel's like, what the heck did he do was going on? Right, and she's like... What's up?
1: Yeah, and she's like, I'm sorry about telling Jack, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, well, I'm not mad at you. I'm just frustrated. That's the ultimate dad thing to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is her dad. We all know it. Literally. Yeah, he's and like... He- "I." He, she's like, well, it just feels like you don't respect me. He's like, I do respect you. But I just, and she's like, well, I'm not in your life. I just want to know about, like, the clinic. He's like, I respect you, but I don't feel comfortable having you involved in every aspect of my life. This clinic is my life. Which makes sense. He literally built it inside of his house.
1: Right. He's built it from the ground up.
0: Yeah. And it's what he is. He is Dr. Doc.
1: Right. He doesn't go by his first name, Vernon. Vernon, except for when Hope calls him that.
0: You, I like completely forgot about Hope, and I think that the show can work without her. Yeah, but it's better with her. It is, but I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, we don't need her, and that's how you get rid of a main character. True. Like, just slowly fade them away, and we forget everything. Mm. It's perfect.
1: Interesting. I want her back though.
0: I mean, same, but I'm just saying we'll we're happy without her because we kind of forget about her. Mhm. Best way. Right. Uh huh yeah all right i lost
1: where we were i lost my train yeah. of thought so
0: mel's kind of hurt over doc and then muriel comes by with dinner because they're bffs it's so cute i love friendship I love it and he's like rah mel's mad at me and something 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 and muriel's like you know what If you open up to someone else, then you can see the problem from a new perspective. And he's like, I'm too old to change. And she's like, saying you're too old to change is just an excuse.
1: Yes. Call him out. Call
0: every old person that's ever said that out. Right? Like all those old racists that are like, oh, it's just how I am. I'm old. I can't change. No. 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 Like every excuse that it uses that phrase i don't buy it for a second me neither it just means you don't want to put in the work that's right and we all know that we better ourselves when we put in the work exactly. on ourselves and i'm not just talking about plastic surgery
1: exactly and to quote muriel when you're older you have a higher level of emotional intelligence at least what she's heard from some tiktok videos
0: i love that she watches tiktok
1: yes
0: yeah we we're relatable queen wow <laughs>
1: But yeah, so that basically inspires Doc to show up at Mills later with a bottle of wine. Vino. Which we love. And he knocks on the door and she opens it and he goes, Do you have a wine opener?
0: And they're about to go drink some wine and, and cute wine. Outdoor. Pond area. thing. Yeah.
1: And like he tells her everything about what's going on, and she's like, Oh my gosh, like I can't believe that. And she cries. It
0: was <laughs> so funny when she just starts crying because he's like, um, are you okay? <laughs> he was really awkward it. was very
1: it. <laughs> uncomfortable. But then <laughs> she asks him if he's going blind, and he goes, maybe. maybe." So good. I could. Could potentially. So funny, because we also find out how far advanced his thing is.
0: Yeah, he's already lost 15% of vision.
1: Right, 15%. How on earth
0: were you able to shoot those things?
1: I mean, he still has another 85.
0: I'm just saying 15% of your eyesight. That feels like a lot because we need all of our eyesight to see. Thank you for explaining that one. <laughs> so deep. The more you know. <laughs> do, 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 Uh, Yeah, and then he promises Mel, or Mel, he makes Mel promise that she's not going to tell anyone, including Jack. And honestly, that won't be a problem now. Nope since they are not on speaking terms and she's
1: like i can keep a secret no you can't mel
0: no but he kind of made it sound like it was a HIPAA secret and she's like oh well i can keep a HIPAA secret then right so good for you at least knowing how to keep a medical secret
1: right at least now she like knows what's going on and understands why Mm
0: -hmm, he's mm -hmm. looking
1: for a replacement yeah and now they can come to an understanding and understand each other more and they had a lovely father-daughter moment i
0: love when they share father-daughter moments and not father-daughter yelling moments exactly so cute so cute and that's basically the episode that is yeah so not much happened but like the big things Mm -hmm. it was big ticket items that happened yes i mean part of me is like glad that these two broke up
1: they needed the, to have something. They've they been needed, too sweet to each other this yes. season.
0: And also, she doesn't deserve him with the way he's been treating her.
1: Exactly. In the fact, to go back to what we just said, like, two minutes ago, you need to work on yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, Jack is not putting in the work on himself, and it's not fair to expect Mel to be the one to do all of that for him.
0: No, it is not.
1: That's not a healthy relationship.
0: Mm-mm. no, no. No, no. so I hope they can, like work it out somehow like i think they're going to get back together at the last episode maybe i think episode 10 they'll get back together theory is because of a certain person's passing looming death yes i think that will bring them together once Mm. more
1: see i have a whole theory concocted in my brain about this So, Lily, earlier when she was talking to Mel, because Mel made their little care plan thing, Mm -hmm. was talking about how she's, like, concerned about the farm and, like, Tara taking care of the farm after she's gone. My theory. Mel wants a baby. Lily is going to die, obviously. For whatever reason, Tara will not be able to continue to care for Chloe.
0: Yeah, it's probably going to be too hard for her.
1: Mel will adopt Chloe Lily's gonna leave the farm to Chloe they move into the farm so it stays in the family and then Jack has a place to raise the kids
0: <gasps> I love it that's a good theory
1: it's very con- <laughs> there's a lot of things in it but yeah I was like I feel like this is because then Mel gets her baby
0: Mm-hmm. but Mel said she wouldn't be happy adopting mm. she wants a bio babe interesting so, so will that satisfy her if that I is know. the case she loves
1: Chloe we know that she loves baby Chloe yeah a lot. and
0: Jack's now picked up Chloe
1: Exactly, and Chloe cried a lot, yeah, but I think that's how they keep the farm, mm, I and think then Jack so. gets a house for the kids,
0: okay, yeah. keep an eye out on that one, yeah, all right, we'll do theories, mm-hmm, speaking of theories, it's time for crime watch, crime watch, or whatever name I whatever came up it with is today. last time, it's just it's crime watch, okay, we're watching out for the crime,
1: mm-hmm,
0: I see you, crime, crime spotter, I see you.
1: Actually, I'm pretty sure Crime Spotter is what they call the like local news thing. Probably.
0: All right. So here is what's on the murder board. Brady, number one suspect. Always. Todd, he's up there. Always. Because I we haven't seen him in a while. Where right. is he? And I also he? don't trust anybody that doesn't like dogs. Yeah, exactly. All right. So we know that we learned in this episode that Calvin still doesn't know that Brady was the one who told... But Calvin is mad that Brady let Spencer go. And so then Brady had to.
1: That's the police's theory. I know. I'm,
0: I'm rewinding it so everyone's on board. Okay. So we have to put this on the board. So then Brady had to shoot what's his face? Jock Jack. Jick Jack. Yeah. To prove a point. Brady, we now have official Jack memory proof, was there. Right. Why was Brady there theories go
1: I don't really know, but at the same time the police's <laughs> theory is wrong because we know that Calvin knows that yeah Brady didn't shoot uh what's his name Spencer because Calvin in that one episode came and saw him and was like, wait for the police to be gone you're gonna be dead
0: no so, no, I said that yeah Calvin knows that he let Spencer go
1: no you said that the the That Calvin didn't know. Calvin doesn't know that
0: Brady told the feds about the drugs.
1: No, I think that he does know. Because when he came to see them. I don't think he knows
0: that it was Brady. Because he was like, someone's the leak. And he still doesn't know who the leak is.
1: No, but they implied that it was Brady. I don't know. So I think Calvin knows. He's just waiting for all the police to be gone. So that he can shoot Brady without less eyes on it. Hmm kind of situation so Part the police's theory is all wrong
0: really wants um brady to have done it because i think really? that'd be hilarious
1: it would be interesting
0: right like showmance
1: but theories for why brady was there that night i think he knew that somebody was going to shoot jack it was I he got, yes i think he got wind of it because i do think calvin is somehow still involved so i think he went to go warn jack and that's the memory that jack is like
0: remembering hmm. seeing him
1: and then he got shot like right afterwards or like brady was there when it happened kind of situation but wasn't the one who did it
0: okay i think brady went to ask for his old job back
1: oh right
0: so brady is like i don't want in on this whatever the heck is happening in the industry mm-hmm. Uh maybe jack will forgive me i'll go back and ask for my job back and to kind of like Prove a point that I'm ready to change officially this time. Hmm. So that's why he was there. He knows Jack works late sometimes, so he was like, oh, the light's on. I know Jack and went in. And then I bet someone else came in. Brady runs and then hears the gunshot but doesn't see who did it. So that's why he's missing his hours because he was there.
1: Interesting. But he can't
0: tell anyone because jack doesn't remember that he was there to just ask for his job back
1: and it makes him sus to put himself there Mm -hmm. yeah Mm, interesting i feel like these are both pretty valid theories
0: yeah we're being realistic with our theories today yeah unlike what the real truth is that todd is in charge of all of the drugs why else does he have so much money family Mm -hmm. money my butt and so Todd is in charge of Calvin. Calvin was in charge of Brady. And then Todd told Calvin to shoot Jack, but Calvin couldn't do it because he was busy. So then he had Mike do it. Mm. Yeah, that's right.
1: And Bert controls all of them.
0: And Bert is the mobster lord. Yeah. He is God. He's Virgin River Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. He pulls all the strings. That he does. I mean, it only makes sense. Yes obviously yeah so those, that's that's crime watch there we go um
1: all the crime yeah. all of the watches
0: what was our second murder board
1: oh wasn't it like brad not break what is his name preacher was on the other side of the murder bo- oh m- mortar board yeah murder bo-
0: i still think preacher could have done it he could have <laughs> he was saying he didn't no one exactly. no one is saying it
1: it would be the least obvious option which would make it very interesting
0: right i'm just saying he doesn't know how to sing most crime syndicates don't sing there you go so he wouldn't need to practice his singing skills if he's a criminal he's already
1: got practice disposing of bodies
0: true i can't believe we have not talked about that at all this right season. like
1: once at the beginning and not since then
0: yeah like this is just a plot to keep christopher on the payroll Literally, ugh, I know. Yeah, let's move into a uh, questiony corner, ye.
1: All the questions. All right. Question number one: How did Preacher not know that Muriel was an actress? This is like pretty common knowledge things in town.
0: Didn't she move back? maybe so i think because preacher's not from virgin river he went there for jack and so i think that when he first moved to town muriel was still in la doing her acting stuff and i think she just came back like she probably came back maybe like a little bit before mel did because that's why hope started getting all up in arms about muriel she's like oh i can't believe you're back so Preacher probably literally has never interacted with this lady before. And she's an older lady and he's a middle-aged man. Why would they interact?
1: Except for she's at Jack's all the time. What's he going to do? Else? Ask
0: her about her professional life?
1: I mean, they all have talked about it before.
0: I think he just doesn't pay attention.
1: True. He's he only pretty... cares
0: about Christopher. Yeah. Once he w- got custody of Christopher, everything else he learned went out the, out one ear. It's yep. like in SpongeBob when SpongeBob has to remember everything or forget everything except fine dining and breathing. That's mm-hmm. preacher when it comes to child rearing. Forget everything except child rearing and breathing and food. Yeah, yeah, and how to cook. Interesting. Mhm. I just think it's cuz they've never talked before and he's like, "Oh yeah, I guess I knew that."
1: Interesting, interesting, interesting.
0: Mhm.
1: All right. Who orders extra salt? On their fries. I
0: know a lot of people who do that. Disgusting. Not me personally. But no, I know it's a thing. Some people like a little bit of extra salt. We are both not salt people. So we think it's disturbing. But yeah, some people like extra salt.
1: That cannot be good for your hypertension, your blood pressure. Well,
0: yeah. So why else would they have Doc doctoring? There was a small clip of Doc talking to that one guy. Um, that Ricky ran into at the place. Yeah, and he's like, oh, high blood pressure, it'll lead to a stroke. Are they setting up Lizzie having a stroke and dying? Maybe. Aren't we on to something? Maybe. Yeah, I think that's it. Definitely. And that's why she asked for extra salt.
1: (laughs) Sounds plausible. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. Cool. All right, final question. Eat. Wasn't it basically winter in the last episode? And now it could potentially be fall and or early spring. It looked like summer. But they were wearing sweaters.
0: Yeah, I know. It doesn't make sense. Nothing in the show makes sense. Seasonality doesn't make sense in the show. I can't answer this because we never, ever, ever know the weather or the seasons of this show. Right? Like the
1: first episode opened with Ricky graduating, which means that it was probably May and or June. And then they were at like the lake swimming, being cute. And now six episodes later, they're wearing sweaters. And then in the last episode, they were, uh, granted they didn't try to justify it by saying they were up on a mountain and it was cold up there, but they were all wrapped up in winter clothes. I don't get it either.
0: I don't know. I hate this.
1: I don't like the dis... Maybe the they should con- just disc- put disc- a
0: calendar on every episode. Right. It is June. It is November now.
1: Right. Or just, like, have a calendar somewhere so that we can look at it.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're, like, pretending that so much time passes between episodes, even when I know they don't. Sorry. My bad. Ha-ha. <laughs> Seasons don't exist in Virgin River because... Say it with me. It's all a simulation. There you That's go. That's right.
1: Always oh, got to bring up the
0: simulation every mm-hmm. single episode. Yeah. Reminder not real. Mm hmm. Doesn't exist. Thank there you. you Carry on.
1: On a side note, did you notice on Doc's desk? His lamp that he has there has dogs on the shade.
0: I did not notice that one bit. I saw the lamp and I said, that's a weird lamp.
1: Yeah, no, I looked at it and I was like, those are all dogs on oh, each of the panes. doc. And, the, and they're like the like hunting dogs that he reads about in his little magazine.
0: Oh, so cute. He just loved dog. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. You can start wrap this it time. Wrap up.
1: Wrap it up. All right. Overall, I don't really know how I feel about this episode. It was, like, good, but also, like, not good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had a lot of conflicting feelings, and I just felt kind of, eh, throughout the whole thing. Um, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. The Tara having medical issue was a fun little plot twist right at the beginning of the episode. But overall, I just wasn't super impressed. So I'm going to give this one just like a solid B. It was passable, but not great overall. I will say, though, Doc gets MVP this week. Okay. For telling Mel what's finally going on with his medical information and bringing her into the fold so that they can make decisions for the practice together.
0: Oh, yeah. Which I appreciated
1: him finally opening up and taking Muriel's advice to be like, you can grow. Mm -hmm. You can be better. Yeah. And my worst person, and I think it's going to be pretty obvious if you've listened to me say anything throughout this, it's got to be Jack.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You cannot make decisions in a relationship for both people, Jack. You don't get to make a unilateral decision and not include Mel and then get upset when she's upset. Like, no, no duh. You made a decision for her and you weren't listening to her.
0: No, you weren't.
1: You weren't listening to what she's told you she's wanted this whole time, which is for you to listen to her. Yeah. So for that, Jack is my least developed person of the episode.
0: Okay. Well, I am also giving it a B for...
1: Barely passable.
0: Yeah. Uh, It was good. I liked how, you know, our major characters had some plot lines. My MVT... Ben... NTP? V- yeah, my MVP is going to Preacher. That's right, the oh. person who hates Preacher the most because he's actually like doing something productive for Christopher for true. once. And true, uh, true, true. actually is like going there and like helping with the play. And he's leaning or weaning Connie off of his employment, mm-hmm. which is good because I feel like Connie's been doing everything for him. He needs to step up. So I'm good. I'm glad that he's doing that. And I, w- I really want to see him sing. Especially the role of the Cowardly Lion. That'd be hilarious. So funny. My, um, as we all know, loser character is Jack. I hate you, Jack. Stop it. It's not all about you. You're the worst. Liz, you said it all, so I don't need to add much onto that. He needs to just, like, grow up.
1: Literally. I couldn't have said it better.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, so those were... I think my final thoughts on the episode, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah pretty yeah, good, yeah, yeah. pretty good up. I'm excited to see what happens next. Um. No big cliffhanger, but we'll see where we go. Yeah. So that's going to be the end of the episode of The Virgin River Visitor Center, Season 3, Episode 7.
1: Splits. Splint. Splint.
0: Splintshinance. Yep. Yes, and if Lizzie listened to our podcast, she would know that Virgin River is where the internet is is slow, slow, but the gossip gossip is is fast. fast. Come on, Lizzie, listen up. Get it
1: together, Lizzie.
0: All right. Bye. Bye.